What's up, you guys? Welcome to the GuyCast. We have a very special guest in the studio today. We have the legendary Chum Chum, a.k.a. L. Muck. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's up? That's me. (laughs) So, uh, we've had a... We've had a pretty, uh, I'd say one of the longest to this day lasting uh, relationships in the scene mm-hmm. from just like everything on both ends from performing, going to the shows, hanging going to out. the same shows, hanging out outside of it. We shot the, the Graveyard Shift first oh, yeah. part of the music video at Freak Brothers. Shout out to Nathan uh, because of you. Yeah. Um, so there's a. The show was, I don't know. I remember that was such a fucking dope ass time too. It was awesome. Just throwing things and flipping you off and stuff. (laughs) So, uh, me and Chum have been in the same room during some of my favorite moments in my entire life. The 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 epic scenes where, you know, we're 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 inside of a a a random warehouse or we're we're in a random house house or now we're at you know an actual bar or a venue that very prestigious people come through and we're just fucking we're kicking it we're watching you know brunch perform or we have homies that are up on stage and it's very uh it's very kind of few in between people that have have run into as much as i have you besides like maybe mr w shouts out and uh my homies that i bring with me z and adrian aka lp but we have never really got gotten to sit down and record get to know each other a little bit better at at this level so we want to welcome chum chum to the house um dj chum chum for everyone who's interested have you made the full transition to el muck now or is that just like a that's just a producer alias it's because i've had the maybe like half a year ago i had someone try to explain to someone what i do Mm -hmm. they're like oh that's just chum chum he djs i'm like kind of like i was like ow yeah, like, like, hey, hold your fucking. Phone I make beats too and shit, but like, you know, I I can't say at the time I was all the way in it until like I made that transition last year. I told myself like, you know, I'm gonna have the two separate things. Mm-hmm. So El Muck. So funny thing about that, you just think about Muck M U H C. Kept it simple. It's just chum backwards. Mm-hmm. I love that. I actually thought instantly when I heard the name that it's Pokemon. You know, that's what everyone thinks first. Cause that's what I've that's what I grew up with and stuff. So I love how it has this double entendre. I love how it's one of those like race car situations. You're just like, wait, what? It blows your mind. It blew my mind. So when you told it to me, I think we were in your old studio space with you and Hector. Oh, yeah. And uh, you told me about it and I was tripping. I was like, this is fucking crazy. So <clears throat> as far as, uh, you know, DJ as well as producer, uh, and I would I would also say, especially everyone in brunch slash event coordinator, you know, yeah. you guys are a very uh, pinnacle part of my career in the scene as far as like, I have like, if you if, if my life was Game of Thrones, I always like to put my life in these <laughs> weird kind of uh, like examples, the different kingdoms and stuff, it would be like the Guild House, yeah. the Brunch Collect, Vibe Lane everyone that falls in between you know like stony pie and like the the ish m or you know uh kind of collectives and stuff i always love the the events or the lineups that i always find one member of brunch on or maybe all you guys together at the brunch house and stuff like that so um 
some people, especially who listen to my podcast, may not know what like a standard brunch collect show is at the brunch house. Oh and God, I, so I fun. love explaining it to people. Um, but what, what would you say is something standard from like start to finish? What, what, what could you expect at a, at a brunch collect show at the brunch house? You're always going to be smoking there. And you know what? You will be fed there too. So, um, we stopped doing the what's cooking due to summer because it's hot. It's too hot. And like we thought about it, it's like, how are we going to like get all these damn people in one house? It's, it's already like hot enough with everybody in there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everyone coming back in and out. So I'm like, no, nah, we're like, fuck that. So yeah. AC we, bills. Yeah. yeah. We like, we're like, we're just going to put it on hold because it's hot. Like, you know, we, we cared about everybody because we don't want nobody to die inside a house. Yeah. It's, it, it's that, it's that serious out here in Phoenix. The heat out here is that serious. Oh dude. And I'm, you're talking to someone who's like the, the werewolves from twilight. I'm literally, I'm, I'm Riddick through the entire second movie. I'm just always hot, man. I'm just at a, at a higher elevated temperature at all times. Oh, yeah. So during summers, if you see me, it's like fucking, uh, what was it? Uh, I want to say Pidgeotto, um, Moltres. I think it was Moltres. One of the legendary birds that you see in the first couple episodes of Pokemon. It might be in the first episode. I'm like that at shows in the summer because I fucking refuse to be hot. I hate it, but I will for, for the cause. But you mentioned, uh, at a brunch show, you'll be fed. And that's the one thing I love explaining to people. I'm like, have you ever been to a house where, the living room is turned into one of the dopest live boiler room type collaborative events while they're also cooking breakfast foods in the in the kitchen. Very and everyone is just buffet styling, getting down, smoking weed, drinking beers. Yeah. Some of the best like shouts it's, out to Chill Hop who's in the background right now with the, nothing that they could even touch playing in the back. It's that real homie shit, you know? Like we want you to pull up and have a good time at the show, but like you know, we go feed you too. That's awesome, dude. So like we were just recently talking about that too. Like we we miss it. I think we're gonna plan something for maybe the end of March. I mean, I'm sorry, February or March. We've been talking about it, so I'm hoping March before it gets like too warm crazy. again. But like it's been cool now. The brunch house has been through so some cool transitions lately. R.I.P. The uh, quarter pipe that was in the Man, backyard. <laughs> That shit was fucking tight. So I, that ties into uh, a little bit of the uh, like shows that we've gone through as far as like I would say random venues. Like, oh yeah, I really love explaining to people. You know what venue I miss the most? Set two. Oh my god. Oh yes. my god. Okay, so when I say random venues, I mean the shit that you you talk to an old rave head about. Who's just like, yo, dude? We used to kick it on the loading docks and oh, yeah. just drink Pabst Blue what until the uh, till the sun came up. And you're like, what the di- fuck are you talking about? District Eight? That's District Eight. Um, that's an old warehouse. Like, I was maybe I, I don't remember the name of of the one before Set Two, but you remember Set Two by Grand Grand Ave? I love that shit. Um, but one of my favorite ones and some of my favorite. Sh- pictures and videos that were ever taken um were at apartment 512 and for those who never gone to apartment 512 there was the there was a literal half pipe in the backyard and sometimes the 
the shows were on the half pipe, but for the most part, they're done on the porch. So you can have this engraved sea of random people just drinking and smoking, getting crazy. And they had everything from EDM DJs to rappers, all with the same amount of energy. It looked like a fucking movie, some Project X type shit, dude. And that's that's one of my favorite favorite venues that has long passed i didn't i didn't pop until after 5 12 like i remember the i think it was the last show i was gonna go to i think that's when everything happened and they switched to uh, a new spot they've been switching there's a new one coming up but um do you remember when everything was kind of i, I don't want to say like easily more accessible but right now i feel like we're kind of struggling with some venues recently that yeah. Besides, there's like, there's always the Van Buren and, and Crescent and, yeah. and Valley and stuff, which I think is on the middle tier of venues. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I really haven't seen a lot of people, even like Lunchbox is getting a little like, okay, they're they're constantly booked. Yeah. It's really hard to find some of these really grimy, you know, local shows and stuff like that. So I, that's why I always <laughs> love, and I don't mean grimy as far as like dirty and dank, even though some of the venues yeah. are dirty and dank. I mean that like, oh that face yeah like, mm, yes this is everything that i've been I i've been that. wanting to hear so i'm excited i'm, I'm stoked to, to go to another brunch show Come- okay so some technical difficulties the same ones that we ran into last night i'm not sure what's going on with the memory cards ran out of room had a format drag over some files but we're we're back dude i don't even know where we ended off so let's just basically Let's just start start off in a in a different spot. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit before we got into like our little bit of old man stories right, right. now, <laughs> going over our bones and joints and stuff, and Ouch. going through the the struggles of the scene. Don't forget a stretch every <laughs> but goddamn day. When did you uh, when did you just you know actually start making music? Like, were you producing before you started to DJ, or were you mixing before you started to produce? How, how did that come about? Uh, I started DJing in 2014. That was like February was my first, and February was my first gig. I used to just only do um, straight up like just parties, Mexican parties too, Guinzinera stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that's how I got my foot in that, just in that business and like how to start getting uh, consistent like weekend something, a little weekend job. So how did that come about though? Like, is it just because like your family's always throwing parties and like your, your uncle DJ, like how did you get your first, you know, tables or um, your, your first equipment? Well, I think maybe like at the end of my senior year, like I started watching a lot of scratch videos and stuff. Mm. And like, I think like, I was just like, oh, like, damn, this is tight. I, I watched shit from like Craze, Shifty, um, dude, just all, all the old heads that I like so much but i can't call them all this. they're just fucking tight as fuck and uh the pioneers yeah like that shit just i don't know like i would watch that shit like every fucking day the same fucking video like every day and, like in high school just like this shit's tight were your other homies into it like did that did you did you tag or b-boy or like i did a little bit of graffiti in high school but like it was nothing too serious but i think that was my own like um that was that was like all on my own like everyone else didn't really fall through Okay. With that, like, I think I made, like, that was, my, like, my decision for my friends. Like, hey, like, I think this is what I want to do. So, you stole my homies, but, like, I'm going to go do this. Yeah. BRB, right? Quick. Yeah. I'm about to go have a life. And it's cool. Like, it was, it was cool. Like, I, I was young. I wasn't even 21. I was like, damn, this is what, like, 
making money real quick. And I'm like, I like this. Dude, like, so my first job was Burger King. Dude, I saved up $3,500 from Burger King. Oh, and shit. at the time, this is at the time when minimum wage was like $720. Oh, trust, dude. Shout out my first job ever. Uh, McDonald's. Oh, so well, tec- technically hot topic, but it, it didn't last <laughs> long. So I, my first job job that lasted over like two months was at McDonald's. But you, you saved up that much money, dude. How did that? How long did that take? Like a year? Actually, you know what? I wasn't even there a year. I was like, I quit maybe like before a year. Nice. So like just about. You're like, I'm done with your fucking chicken sandwiches. I really like. I really just saved up. Like I got, dude. I bought. My speakers, my my mixer, the subs, dude. I used to rock two fifteen subs. I would take that shit to like the Mexican parties, and they every time I have the cops come, like you can turn no it down. No way. But damn, they fucking love that shit. Cause boom, yeah, boom. The half of Mexican music is just the bass. Yup. That's so fucking cool. Shit was wild and fun, dude. I just remember being paid in money and beer and shit. How did how did you get those Mexican parties? Like, uh, well, I mean, obviously, they're just if you didn't know. Sometimes Mexican. <laughs> I'm actually Guatemalan. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I feel racist. I just you know, <laughs> you're good. So is it just like I just friends uh, or family? Yeah, homies, homies. I went to high school because like their family's like, hey, my cousin uh, wants a DJ for a party. Can you do it? I used to go out all the way to uh, fucking uh, the west side, go all the way up to like by the Cardinal Stadium. Okay. Go out there, go DJ, and like it was cool because uh, homegirl's fucking crib had a little uh, like little like it was like um, a house in the front, and then the back was like a farm style like. It oh, was like a, a pool. ranch. Yeah, it was a little little mini ranch. Yeah, it had a horse saddle and everything, and a little back house too. But like, it's just like you know that big field be- before the Cardinal Stadium. Yeah. She like. That's her backyard. One of those eight. She had like an acre. Probably like. But, but yeah, that's what she looks at. That field. And then it's the Cardinal Stadium. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's so. what's up. And so you just hella. hella Pretty, t- it was so cool because like they, they they loved it. And I, I feel like I was there like every fucking month. That's cool. So it gave you that consistent stage yeah. time. And then like um, I met my, my homie Cuate. His cousins were DJs too. Like they were doing a lot of like quinceanera stuff like in that area of. D- DJ business, so I'm, I'm I linked up with them and then you know they taught me some things as well, and they gave me some of that clientele as well, which was pretty cool. So it was like another foot somewhere, and then you know that's being more exposed to like people I don't know versus people being out like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so another was, half step into yeah, like it was cool. The unknown, and as far as coming up to like all this, dude, this is funny. So after. After Burger King, I started working at Whole Foods. Hey. Oh, I hate that place. <laughs> I hate that place, but I miss the fucking benefits, man. Those are some great-ass benefits. Like like the health or, like, the food? The health, dog. Yeah. <laughs> the like, health, dog. $1,200 card just if you get sick, That's that card pays for you. Yeah. No money out of your pocket. Yeah, trust, man. The only thing I'm worried about losing my job right now is the fact that I, I won't have health insurance. Yeah. I really don't give a fuck about this job but i really need health insurance yeah just because like i don't if i was 16 even 18 i wouldn't give a shit but because my son i'm just always like ugh. yeah i gotta care if i'm alive right now your dad because i gotta be there dude so (laughs) daddy guy so i i i uh i feel i feel you on that that benefits that benefit struggle but from whole foods how did that translate into 
you know, where you are now. Like, how, who's the first person you met in brunch? How did that happen? It's not the first person. It's what time do we all meet together? Oh, shit. It's one of those not. It's not who. So. It's when. Shout out shout out to my man, Dirty Jeans. I miss you, man. He's up there in uh, Seattle right now. He lives out there now. So <laughs> that was. He was the maintenance dude at Whole Foods. But he, had, I remember. I was I wasn't 21. He had his he had a he had a night at a six or two uh, not six or two at a bikini lounge also. I forgot what day, but he like he was my DJ mentor for a cool minute and like whoa. So but that's the, cool. the thing is too because like he was the maintenance man. He got to go everywhere. Where when I worked at Whole Foods, I was doing dishes, so I was just stuck in there. Yeah, but so, he but, was like the maintenance guy for like a region. No, just for that whole store. But he would go in everywhere, so he talked to everybody. Oh okay. So. You know, um, Mr. Eric Daly, he was working produce at the same time as I was there, too. And then Corey Wade was working, like, grocery. Oh, no He was, way. like, the, the backroom grocery yeah, like, the inventory and stuff. That's so funny. And then, you know, because uh, Dirty Music can go, just go around and just hit up everybody. Yeah. So he told me about Corey, and Corey was, like, I guess he was trying to look for me for, like, the longest time, too. Yeah. And then I guess him and Eric were already talking a little bit. And then, dude, one day, like, Corey's like, hey... Are you Gabe? Are you Chum Chum? I was like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, Dave told me about you, and like, gave me a SoundCloud, and like, we just been homies and shit. And then, dude, I just remember like hanging out with Eric and them because they were part of, like our age and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't even 21 yet, and I was like, it was always cool hanging out with them because they'd get me beer and shit. It was like, yeah, it's some real cool homie shit. Yeah. And then, but just brunch started within Whole Foods and stuff. That's so crazy. That's so nuts. It was that's like, really uh that's really like the reverse oceans 11 you know yeah. just like oh shit all these cool creative people just happen to be in the same place at the same time right. which is that's a that's a super epic origin story for a for a collective to come then together like that we threw our first show together uh at a I can't even remember the name but this guy uh kind of lived close where Bubba used to live at uh, 11th Street in Portland. Mm, okay. So in his backyard. Oh, it's called Hood Ride. Hood Ride. Yeah. So it's a house. It's a cool house. And in the backyard, this guy had um, shipping containers back there. But like he had a bike shop in his backyard. Dude, I've been there. It's, yeah. I, do, do they have a, they have a shower? Do they have a shower that's made out of fucking like an out? I, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know. If, I, don't, I haven't been there in a fat minute, but like. Okay. I was there like last year. Okay, and he yeah. got shut the fuck down because yeah. it is right. Th- it's like, in, is it in the alleyway kind of? It's the dude's backyard. Yeah. Okay. So that's so funny. But okay. Because I remember I'm like, that name oh, sounds dude. so fucking familiar. First, and it's just dude. like a, oh my God. It's like a burning man behind Circle yeah. K, dude. <laughs> dude, I remember. So the first time we played there, dude, me, Corey, Eric, and Dirty Jeans, we all played there. Shit was fucking cool. And then the second time we did a show, I. We did like three shows there, but the first time it was like the most. I was tripped the fuck out because like it was my, my thing, my first time being exposed to like that kind, that area, like that genre of people who make that stuff. Yeah, not, I, I never not knew just any, people at Whole Foods or yeah, or Mexican just, just drinking Modella and doing cocaine. Yeah, it's like okay, there's people like, our age into cool shit. Yeah, I didn't know. Like also, it was crazy because like I was really being exposed to that. Like man, that's like crazy. Like. This dude really had like at least a 
eight foot hole going down and it was like a it was like a freaking hangout lounge in there what and this is the crazy part so like you go down like at least eight feet and like it was pretty wide and they're like just maybe as wide as this no fucking yeah way. just but like just a uh, dirt and then it went up to the fucking stage so it was like the fucking the green it was supposed to be the green room yeah from like when i first met that dude Derek, he thought something like oh yeah this is intentionally gonna be the green room mm-hmm. but what the fuck jesus christ and he had a little hut above it oh no the the whole the entrance was to in the hut <laughs> okay so you crawl some into fucking the hut. meow wolf shit dude yep Dude, oh, that sounds so awesome. That definitely wasn't there when I went there. They had, like, filled it in, and they had moved uh, actual RVs. There, there was still some shipping containers, but they had moved a couple RVs in there, and they have this epic shower. The, the I would call it the perfect trip shower. It's literally just, like, some kind of water main <laughs> run into some pipes with a, a shower head with a curtain so you can cover yourself and shit, but the, the ceiling was open and it was night and so you would just be showering underneath the stars like fuck a skylight the sky is literally the light it was hobo but i loved it you know i didn't take a shower but i wanted to so bad i was like this is fucking epic and they also had like a standalone think of like japanese paper house walls okay it was like that but a room and they just it was rented there's just this room that had a bed. I don't even know if they had a TV in it, but it yeah. was just enough to live in it. It was very cool. Very that dude rented. That's what the shipping terms were. He rented turn little like little condos. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. I, I love that kind of shit. It was like it was like fifty bucks a night or five hundred for the whole month. Oh shit! And that's dude, pretty steel, dude. And like honestly, from the three shows that we did there, that dude always had clientele, like people coming in and like out. Yeah. So he had his shit in order, like to keep that spot for a cool minute. Mm-hmm. I wish I was still open. Yeah. I do. I remember too. He told me like if we wanted to throw a house party too, because I think at the time the house across the street from his house he owned it as well, but he like it was a like uh, remodeled modern house at that time. Mm. But he was renting it out. But he's like, you could just use this. He goes, I just got the keys. I just walk up to that bitch like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, so brunch brunch is born. Mm-hmm. You you guys are coming together. You're recruiting people. Um, as far as brunch now, because you guys, I've, at least what I've seen, especially because the hiatus yeah. when it comes with, you know, summer and everything that you mentioned prior to the podcast, what, what is your guys's, you know, next, next big thing? You said Jim, Jim and Jam, you guys are going to be over there? Yeah, you- well, uh, two of us are playing on Jim and Jam, Do You and Poppy Franco. Yeah. And it's cool. They're Hitters. both pl- they're both playing on different nights, which is the best. Ooh, that's awesome! So, so they can enjoy each other yeah. instead of like, hey, half of us are gonna be over here and half of us are yeah. gonna be over there. That's cool. So uh, Chris plays Saturday night, and then Eric plays Sunday night. And that's this upcoming weekend. Oh uh, yeah, we're li- me and Chris are leaving Thursday. Oh cool. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday, January twenty eighth. Yeah. The twenty ninth is gonna be fucking fun. That's what's up, dude. Yeah, so, and then, um, as far as that, our upcoming shows, we're playing a show at the new Davina spot downtown that just opened. Where is it? I've never, I've never seen that before, and I know it's because it's new, but where, where is it, it by? It's called Davina Modern Fair. It's, uh, on 5th Street in Roosevelt. 5th and Roosevelt. So, like, they pretty much remodeled oh, so that. so right before the, okay. They yeah, just yeah. remodeled, like, that whole block again. Yeah, so it's like right before that barbecue and taco spot. Yeah. Okay. So the cool part about the new Davina spot, it's um, 
restaurant bar inside and then it's like has a backyard that's where like oh, that's awesome that's where oh. that's where it's gonna happen but that that's backyard so cool, is dude. like that fucking that's spot epic. that brings back the old school first friday type of feels that i used oh, to yeah. get back in like 2008 2010 punk punk bands alike inside of a a bookstore that you had to navigate through to get into this oh, yeah. backyard with bleachers set up in the most DIY stage with some of the greatest bands in the area. That's where I first saw um, the Color 8 band. And all all those people that kind of have uh, evolved and done their own thing, even Hollow Point Vigils at one point was doing some stuff over there on First Fridays. So I'm stoked to see that they're actually doing stuff with that because they've just been graffitied houses next to yeah, lost leaf you know for like the longest time forever which was forever. cool it was it was cool especially when like you really had uh a lot less focus yeah on first fridays first fridays is becoming like a it's fucking so thing much. dude yeah dude, which dude. is great for vendors and in, in mm-hmm. the city and stuff to bring in a venue revenue but fuck dude i remember street, at one point it was that street was flat it was now, crazy now there's dude. buildings there's actually buildings there now in that whole street Oh my God! I yeah, pass, pass through that block. There's every, businesses. Every yeah, striving. There's not House. just the random rave store to the right next to Jimmy John's. There's like a full-on, again, barbecue spot, taco, taco place or whatever next uh, to a bunch of Joe other. Bot's there. Oh, Joe Bot's uh, awesome. Lost Leaf. I love Lost Leaf. Uh, Robbie just did his thing over there at a, a Joe Bot last week, right? Did you did you uh, see that? Yeah, I think Chewy and them were so. there. Oh yeah, some of the Guild Boys. I was working, but I did. It was like one of those nights. I was like, man, I could just walk out real quick because it's down the street. I yeah, I wish I could have. Uh, I totally could have, but it was a recovery night. And are you gonna, are you gonna go to their uh, show at Lunchbox? Yes, I actually accepted the uh, the invite today. So one of these striving places that we mentioned earlier. Not sure if it was caught on the recording, but Lunchbox is one of the. I would say like a very. Yeah. It's like a hero's tale. Like all these places start to close down. So Joe's Garado, a legendary place in the scene. Third space, a brand new space that oh is literally God. the pinnacle really? of, of creation and, and artists coming together. And that shuts down with all the dude, it was popping. It was yeah. striving under under thriving under new management. All these people bringing in business, Grand Avenue Pizza, a legendary icon still there, but it just, you know, it crossbred this amazing fan base. And all these places closed down, and one of them was Lunchbox. Lunchbox, which was actually at a different location prior. It expanded. It got bigger. Did you go to that one ever? Yeah. That was the first place. Like, the first Lunchbox, the original Lunchbox, had an actual green room, like, right next to the restroom, which was so... It was basically an outhouse. Like, it was (laughs) so fucking ghetto. But there was a room right next to the stage with like a plexiglass wall so you can see and hear the performances but get high because some people in the crowd didn't want it happening it was like like an old reverted chinese food shop or something like that and so you could watch the the shows happening while getting high everyone's like i'm packing a bowl that dude's got a blunt this dude's loading something up we're all just like sharing and passing stuff around and then you go in through the crowd amazing visuals from a projector going on and awesome stuff from gill to fucking uh first time i ever saw uh god damn it i wouldn't say would it be my first guild show but it was like one of my first few guild shows at the old lunchbox i remember seeing uh dude i i, I can tell you i have a video on my phone but I, I don't even know where though 
you see Mr. W in there. Like, oh my god, short dude, dreads and all, dude. Yeah, like it wasn't even like past his years yet. Yeah, and Sh- uh, Dungeon Destroyer was playing. Oh, the god. Yeah, man. Shit, I was just remember that was a crazy night. I had fun. My homies left me because it was it was too much for them. Oh really? Yeah, they like that was their. Is you're still transitioning, kind of? Well, that was like I was like, hey, check out the show tonight. Like the shit to do. Oh, it was okay. like their first dip into it, and they're like, yeah, uh, they're uh. like, no. I can easily see that. Sometimes I, I objectively see myself going into these venues and and into these shows and circumstances, and situations, and I'm just like, I don't think any, I don't think normal people could handle this right now oh yeah this is intense this is crazy but you have to be you have to be open you have to be willing to experience something yeah like you gotta understand there may be some fucking 1980s horror film playing while some of the greatest lo-fi trap hard style is playing coinciding with a bunch of random people over talking each other and it's just a really cool like i don't want to say like grounded but a very underground feel that night was my very first valley sun show oh when it was just 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 two it was dude you know what i think i was fucking there i think i was there because (laughs) oh my god (laughs) um because i correct me if i'm wrong was pseudo on that set list or was that a different show because pseudo for my first time ever seeing him was there I don't know. Like I wasn't there that long, to be honest. Wasn't there, like, okay. there an hour and a half, maybe tops. That's so funny. Okay, so <sighs> like again. I, I remember, I remember seeing Valley Suns, Bass Moyer fucking getting hype as fuck, Dungeon Destroyer playing. Uh, I remember seeing uh, who they fucking. I think it was like. That Tekken, that Tekken, the fucking dude. I was just about to say that. So if we were at the same exact fucking okay, show, tight. so you go from the green room and you go into the stage. You see all these amazing artists, and then you turn around and you head towards the exit. And as you turn to the right, when Dungeon wasn't on stage, him and a bunch of other Guild boys and I think Stony Pie at the They're time in the little booth right were there. just in the little booth, dude, playing yeah. Tekken. And I was, oh, I fucking yeah. loved it, dude. It was the most aesthetic fucking pinterest instagram just it's the perfect picture of everything of like these amazing underground just producers and djs and kids just literally expressing themselves and you have old school retro fighting games going on in an abandoned chinese food place that was you know all these things that you're like is that a fucking is that a comic book intro like what is is that kung fury's next you know, oh, yeah. setup <laughs> sequel. It's just so, I don't know. I don't want to say cliche because it's not. It's just one of those things where you're like, it sounds like a night in New York, but it's in the desert. You know, it's like our own version of like Nick and Nora's infinite playlist of like these underground artists that no one really hears about. But when you do see them and you get to see these shows from artists that are blowing the fuck up now, like Guild is yeah. up there. It's just, it's just so crazy that for me, it's like when I when I, t- I hopefully tell my, my, my stories to my son in the future, this is like, I was like, dude, I saw the stones, like in a fucking pizza oh, shop, dude, that'd like, be, that'd be you know? Wild. So I just, I really, uh, I really like to, to bring people in here that see and have experienced these kinds of things before, because I explain them to my friends sometimes, and they're just like, 
is that real? Like, did that really happen? Yeah. There's all these things stacking together to me make like the perfect nights. You know, even one time at like set two, I walk in, there's, that's when like uh, uh, Shane Clay was still out here and oh, stuff man. like that. I miss that dude. I miss that dude too. What's up, Shane? Hey, Shane. Um, I remember there's just a bunch of dudes playing the new Dragon Ball Z game yeah. that just came out to the side. And like, there's just a bunch of people on a couch some people in Matt, like, I, it's just these random encounters and, and perfect yeah. situations that some people really don't get to experience. So I'm glad that we could uh, we can get you on here. I know we, we keep it short and sweet here, but hopefully we'll have you on again soon and go over some new stuff. Hell yeah. All them new projects. When you ne- when your next thing drops, we'll have you back on and yes, kind of just promote it and stuff. But this will be uh, basically out tomorrow. So we can go ahead and, and, and get some promotions going. But w- what do you have coming up that you want to, you know, get out there? So we got El Mug Beats to, uh, to wrap to end of March. Um, EP number three in the summer. That's uh, untitled yet. And then, like I said, to be determined, like, if it's going to be an album or another EP. But I, I can say I, I've been I've been working on some shit like I'm ready to put out, too. I heard, I heard some stuff, dude. So we were at uh, Chris Frank's oh, yeah. little secret album release party. And if you haven't listened to that album, Jesus. Slices. It's it's so epic. Type Chris with a dollar sign and then Frank with a V for an A. The One of the heaviest, besides Prem, of course, heaviest albums in the scene that's been released in the past six months. I don't want to say year because it's a new one, but it is fucking slaps on all different genres like it goes from like dirty south into this very cool um so he's he's got a couple different producers including himself on it and there's just a bunch of different aspects and different you know again yeah. genres and cadences that are in it and he, i can't I feel even like he did hit his west coast vibe and this is to a little bit i was telling him too i was like man like if you think about it like from your last album pineapple playboy to this one i told him like your tone of voice is more firm it's it's, i I don't want to say more confident but it feels like like he's more comfortable with this material and i felt that so much with each song even the features it was like damn and i was catching because we we had it on repeat i was catching lines after lines after each playthrough and um (laughs) one of my one of my favorite ones he's like uh he's talking about uh basically like hey like hey arnold hey arnold oh, no yeah. palmer and i was like really and he's like yo i didn't think yeah it's so funny to see how different yep. people react to different lines and stuff and uh you guys definitely need to go and check out the new poppy franco uh music that's coming up but what is the uh the, the best way to find you as far as like social media and and all that stuff uh just keep on social media like i always respond to everything for uh instagram it's DJ underscore Chum Chum. Uh, same thing too. You can just look up Chum Chum on Facebook and you'll, you'll, if you know who I look, what I look like, or you can see the pictures, you'll know it's me. You'll get it. Yeah. And then for the L Muck, it's E L underscore M U H C. I do need, so yeah. There's going to be a lot of new content coming out this year. I'm talking about. Well, I'm stoked. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure we're going to be seeing, you know, some of the stuff being performed on here soon. And we'll go ahead and get, you know, those promotions going whenever the next projects release but thank you guys so much for tuning in we've got a bunch of other artists coming in including some other brunch members coming up especially want to get frank up on here so he can help promote the next the new project but my name's been guyver 
You can find me everywhere, of course, at TH3GuyCast for social media. And if you want to listen to the music, you can go ahead and find me at GUYV3R. This has been the GuyCast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And like always, long live the guy. See you guys later. Thanks for listening, you guys.